If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself. But even better, they've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, October 31st. It's Halloween. So everyone be careful out there. My least favorite holiday. Really, just I, I don't like candy and I don't like putting costumes on. What a buzzkill I am. I apologize for that. Mark, do you think that you will be um, trick-or-treating a la New York style? Uh, I'm thinking we'll probably do something within our within our building, within our complex, yes. Yeah, it's kind of nice when you live in a building. Uh, by the way, if you want a high-yielding experience for um, your, your kids, bring them to New York City because all you do is go into a building and just kill it on the amount of candy you can get in a very short period of time, truly. All right, this is the program that takes the mystery out of your financial life. We do that by simply asking you to do one thing. Go to our website, just do it, and click the Contact Us button. Tell us what's on your mind. Check off that box that says you want to come on the air if you do, and Mark does everything else. So easy. Today, we are joined by Diane, and she is on the line from the great Pacific Northwest. Hi, Diane. What's going on? How can we help you out? Good morning. Um, I'm 65. I'm semi-retired. My plan was when Medicare kicked in and I would have health care, I was going into real estate because I don't plan on retiring. I love projects and I'm very social and I'm, I, that's, that was my plan. The past three and a half years, I've been a morning local barista and I stopped that in January 20, of 22 this year. I stopped it in January because Medicare began. Mm-hmm. And I studied full time to pass my four real estate broker exams, and I passed them all in June. Of course, you did. Thank you. And so then I hung my license with a family run company after going to Montana to celebrate. And 10 years ago, I inherited a million six, and I have never dipped into the principal ever. I've always done some kind of job to make it so that I could, could make ends meet. Okay. And let's see. So, and, and I purchased a condominium in May of 21. So just a little over a year ago. Great. And the value. How much did you pay for that? I paid 469 and I put 20% down and I have a 30 year 3.25 fixed. Great. So what's um, the outstanding mortgage right now? 369. 
The you said you inherited one point six million dollars ten years ago, right? Yes. Did you? Is it still worth that, or did it grow and come back? Did you spend some of it? What's the value right now? Right now, it's worth one point six. I it did get up to one point nine last September. It was one point nine, and I own have my condominium, so I felt very confident in my plan. But it's gone down so far, and I'm living off of it because you don't make anything in real estate for a while. It'll, it's going to take me a while to get established. Right. So I'm just taking money from that, and the market has gone down. So it's three hundred thousand dollars less than it was last September. So right now, you you are earning no income, right? Correct. Okay. What are your expenses? Um, I spend about 100000 a year and not including taxes or my broker fee. And he is fiduciary and it's 1%. So it's I, not 100. It's really more like one, it, it's like 120 a year, right? Yeah. Okay. Maybe more. Um, it's a lot more than that. I was taking 5% out every six months. We ba- rebalance. And now I've lowered it to 4.5%. You're taking 5% out. That's a lot. That's what I've been taking out to live because it was growing. It got up to 1.9. So I felt secure about that. Okay. At this point, what is your hope for the real estate in terms of what you think that you will be able to generate in income eventually, not this second, but eventually what's like the, what do you think? Um, I think that I can probably generate maybe $30,000 a year. Do you feel like you could go back to do the barista thing for a while? Just no. to kind of st- no, you burned that bridge. No. Okay. So, what's the main question that we're wrestling with right now? Well, I felt like I had a solid plan, but now I need to get a new plan and I don't know what to do. I just Yeah, I mean, you're you're pulling too much money out of your portfolio. What will your what what is your um expected Social Security benefit at your full retirement age, which is must be sixty six or sixty seven. Fifteen hundred. Any other money besides the inherited one point six million? Is there a retirement account somewhere? No. Look at you. No, it's all right. I just want you to like give me your highly valued opinion about what should I do. I think you have to get a job. That's what I think. I think you're going to have to get a job that's not real estate for right now. You cannot pull as much money out of your portfolio as you are pulling out, especially before you get Social Security. You spend too much money relative to the amount of money that you have. That's the issue. And you look at a million and a half bucks. If you want to know what you could really pull from that, the answer is at your age, it's probably more like 3% a year, not 5%. So we're trying to augment your, you will get Social Security in the next couple of years, but I think until that time, it's incumbent on you to to sort of be very careful about your your expenses. And, you know, right now, safe the safe withdrawal rate would be like 45 or 50 grand a year from your portfolio. That's the safe amount. Okay. Okay. And if you spend more than that, what's going to happen is you're going to dig into the the account and all of a sudden it's going to drop below a million dollars and you're 70 years old or you're 72 years old, and there's a problem. So what I think the game plan needs to be is that you said you're semi-retired. I need you to get out of retirement. I need you to work because we need to make sure we have that nest egg. It doesn't have to be a big fancy job. It can be a job where you're just saying, okay, 
I have some income. I can do my real estate on the side. I keep my, you know, I'll learn, but you need some income. You cannot take 5% out. I know you think you can. You would be able to do 5% out on a big bull market as long as you were willing to pull back to 1% in a crappy market or zero in a, zero in a crappy market. So people who say to me like, well, why is it three or three and a half percent? It's supposed, we're just giving you sort of a generalized number to kind of, but to smooth out the highs and lows. But if you're the kind of person you're like, well, no, I want to spend, I want to take 5% out. That's fine. When you're, you know, clicking along at 10, 12, 14% returns for a few I years. I was. I know you were. I know you were. But the the downside of that strategy is that when the market turns on you, you have to basically say, I can't touch it now. And you're not in a position to be able to do that. See, and this is the thing with real estate. There's there's so much cash that has to go out. Yes, I know. I love the learning part. I'm learning so much, but everything that I'm learning costs money to go to that class. And, you know, it's just... Yeah. I mean, I don't think that there's a lot that we can offer you except to say... There's too much money coming out of this account. I want you to be much more careful about that. And, you know, it's weird to say to somebody like you, $1.6 million isn't enough money. It would be fine. If you said to me, you're, you have expenses of 40 grand a year, and then we, were in, we knew that you were going to be getting social security, like you see, that's how the numbers work. But at $120,000 a year spend, it is very difficult to make these numbers work. So get that spending money down and then- You got to get the expenses down and we need more income. See if you can get a job. That's number one. That's like the best thing that you can do right now is get a job. And number two is pull back on the amount of money you're, you're, you know, really look at your budget for real. Like 120 grand a year is a lot of money to spend. You're going to plow through this money very quickly if we don't get this adjudicated right now. You know, there's there are a lot of jobs out there that give you the time that to do. I mean, a lot of real estate's on the weekends, right? So there could be a possibility where you're getting a job. And, you know, I'm not saying it's fun to work, you know, seven days a week. But if you're really jazzed by the real estate thing, make that your side hustle right now. You, you already missed the, the up cycle. You, you basically get a job where you can kind of pay, pay you for your stuff right now. Work that side hustle. And maybe in a couple of years, you are doing real estate full time total possibility. So you're doing all this stuff. Let's just, we need you to get paid. Yeah. Do you have a will? I do. Good. All right, Diane, we wish you the best of luck. Stay in touch with us. If you, like Diane, had one plan, now er, need to make a little bit of a veer off into a different direction, give us a holler. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. Mark will do the rest. While you're on the website, sign up for the free weekly newsletter and don't forget to take our poll because we need these two polling questions asked and answered. Okay, pretty please. Uh, You can get us wherever you get your favorite podcast. Pass this along. We're trying to expand our audience. You know, more audience means more book pre-orders. That's all that I have to say. Pre-order the new book. It's just like this. It's a very, it's like, this is the clear message. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. It's called The Great Money Reset. You can order it right now at the jillonmoney.com website. (sighs) Okay, happy Halloween, everybody. Lift someone up. Thank you so much for listening. Grit, growth, grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity. 
forming strong teams to support them. Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students. 